0: to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estates.
1: And I'm Megan Eanes, a local realtor and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market.
0: Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Well, welcome once again. I'm excited to see you once again this fine Thursday, and it's exciting to have another fun conversation.
1: That's right. We're back again, and um, we did uh, both get a chance to go on vacation just recently. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So get
0: some time away. Get you, some time. You got away. some sun. I had some clouds, but it all worked <laughs> I, out well.
1: I got too much sun. <laughs> I now know what sun poisoning is.
0: Sun poisoning is a real thing.
1: Don't want that ever again. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, wear your sunscreen and cover up when you're out. The sun's getting hot, and it's what, 86 degrees, I think, yeah. outside today. It's and, really, really warm.
0: And melanoma is real. So, yes. yeah. You know, just
1: protect yourself protect
0: yourself you know it's so funny because I've talked about my grandmother who lives with me right now and she's been dying waiting for the sun because she's from Florida and now lives with me and right. has gone through this entire winter and I literally have been propping her up outside and she like rolls up her sleeves rolls up her pants to like you know sun and herself. just she's sunning herself there is no protection at all but when you're 91 I guess what does it matter right. you know and she's like I don't see, I didn't get any more brown today. I'm like, well, you know, you're already pretty brown (laughs) as it is from being in Florida for those 30 years that you lived there. Right. So yeah, she loves it. So she's excited about the weather.
1: I'm sure she's loving it.
0: Excited about the season. I'm trying to explain to her what apple blossom is. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she's kind of understands it, Um, but she's going to be blown away when she sees... All the festivities that's right, all the parades, the fireworks, you name it. it was so cool to have Brad Veach on a couple weeks ago yes. to give us the rundown of what we're we're almost we're a week away right, I mean because like the the wine festival mm-hmm. and that weekend of the twenty eighth twenty ninth thirtieth is coming up around the yes, corner it is. and um and then that whole week of festivities and all of the fun and traveling and drinking that happens as well you know we're not at mardi gras level and i didn't want to mention this to brad i didn't want to insult him but you know there is a little similarities of how mardi gras over the years has grown Mm -hmm. to have multiple different parades and the beads and the drinking and (laughs) bourbon street and all that kind of stuff we're not at that level no you know But
1: there is still plenty of drinking that happens in the area and and, the bars are open later. And, um, well, not that open later, they're just open. And so many people come home, um, you know, that, that have moved away or college kids that are coming back for that weekend to be able to see their friends and you know, people are going out to the bars, people are drinking, people are having a great time or even
0: a private party. You're going to a friend's house and you're across town and there's stuff that happens or
1: any of the apple blossom functions like the, the country music dance and anything along those lines too.
0: The the fun will be here. It will be here, but at the same time you have to be safe, you have to be responsible and hopefully people around town are responsible. That's why we have, the good old cops and the yes. the police force just making sure that the streets are safe and that the roads are safe and all of that. Well, we have another solution for you. We do. Today um, with our guest who is fairly new to town in the area, but had an amazing idea of like there are not enough concierge level drivers and transportation services around here. Right. And you, you look at it, and he, I think he's right. I mean, there's some big ones in Northern Virginia, but not our area. And you think about Uber and Lyft that has kind of come to the area, and that's that's small time. We're talking concierge.
1: Right. That the Uber and Lyft are just, you know, get you a ride home whenever at that point in time. This is more just, you know, kind of something planned out a little yeah. bit and uh,
0: so the season is here for it yes it definitely plan is. out your parties plan out where you're going to go because listen to our chat with dedrick book Br- i'll say this again dedrick brooks mm-hmm. from shenandoah shores management and he created an amazing service where he's going to the next level to give people transportation right and so he has a really cool story we're gonna get a chance from here to hear from dedrick so here's our chat yep. Well here are with Dedrick Brooks. How are you today? I'm doing outstanding. I'm so fired up that you're here with us because you've got some really cool things to share um, that we've never really had on Iconic Talk before.
1: Right, so we have not.
0: I'm excited about that as well.
2: So Dedrick, just tell
0: us a little bit about yourself and uh, what brought
1: you to Winchester.
2: Yeah, no problem. So uh, my name is Dedrick Brooks. I'm originally from Lufkin, Texas, about two okay. hours north of Houston. Okay. Um, I am in front roll uh, but i come to winchester a lot because i do a sure. lot of business here but uh, right. what brought me here is that uh, i retired from the military uh june of 2022 started this business in february of 2022 but um, i actually got here in november of 2021. okay so i actually came up here because uh, i had a boss back in 2010 when i was on recruiting duty for the military and um, he was like hey i need you to come out here and come work for my company he has a he's the director of talent acquisition for this company out in tyson's corner he knew me to be a great recruiter so he's like hey i really need somebody to come work for my team mm-hmm. so i did i came out here in november of 2021 started working for this company uh in tyson's corner traveling back and forth and uh february of 2022 they were like hey thanks for your service but uh you're not going to get this job oh and i was like oh man <laughs> what do i do right you know so right. you know us as marines you know we pivot you know right. we adapt and overcome mm-hmm. so Um, I had a whole bunch of ideas because basically, like I said, I was driving back and forth to Tyson's Corner. I kept seeing all these signs for wineries and breweries and distilleries and was like, man, you know, somebody's got to be making a killing in the transportation industry. So I just stopped in one one day Mm -hmm. and I asked. I was like, hey, you know, how do people get here? You know, how do people get around? They're like, you know, we don't have Ubers and Lyft to come to these places because some of those wineries, I don't know if you know, they're like in some obscure areas. Yeah. Um, So I basically was like, I went to another one. I went to another one and just kept asking the same questions. They were like, well, nobody's really doing it like that in this area. You know, you can go to Tyson's Corner. Or arrest mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but nobody was really doing it here uh, to the mainstream of, uh, of the way that you know it should be done, yeah. So, ding light bulb moment right. came on, um, and I basically just leveraged all the things that I did in the military because I, I was a logistician, I was a supply and administration marine, um, and just kind of just put all those things together and just was like, all right, well, let's see what we can do. So, I bought a house and then started running the business and kind of just went from there. I, I want to hear about the military, yeah. Okay. So, what got you started in that? Ah, uh, in the military. So, let's see. 2001. There was a little event that happened. I don't know if y'all remember, but the, you know some yeah. some things happened in sure. 2001. Yeah. Um, and I was not. That's not the reason why I joined. I was basically a, a high school student. I graduated high school in 2001 and started college in 2000 in the fall of 2001. And immediately didn't like it. Like, I, I hated school. Um, I was a good student in high school, but just the college that I was going to, I just didn't really fit in well. Uh-huh. Um, and I have an older sister that joined the, the Air Force, and she was like, I'm getting deployed. So she was like, I need somebody to come take care of my, my daughter, my niece. So I was like, okay, I can do that. I didn't even withdraw from class. I just left. I just <laughs> completely left. I didn't even withdraw. Just just took off. Um, and I went to Bossier City, Louisiana, to go take care of my niece for a little while. And then I was like, well, I probably should go back to school. So I went back to school in January of 2022 and I have a twin brother as well. And really? He, yes, yes okay, I, cool. identical twin. Cool. Um, so he stayed there and when I got back to school, he was like, hey, I, I just joined the Marine Corps. And I'm like, what's that? And he's like, it's the military. And I was like, Psh, I'm not joining the military. You know, you see what just happened, you know, right. six months ago. Right. He's like, well, listen, man, you know, you, your grades are crap because you left, you, you didn't withdraw, you just left from school. So you, your grades are not good. Yeah. Um, I was about to have a baby at the time. Um, girl I was dating with on again off again was uh you know found out she we were pregnant and then um you know just wasn't really liking school so I was like well I'll give it a shot so I went down back home to my uh, hometown in Lufkin Texas sat down with my recruiter Bill Banchini I'll never forget his name and um was like all right let's do this hmm. so I joined the military uh, the Marine Corps in February of 2022 went to boot camp in May of 2022 graduated around September time frame my daughter was born and Kind of just took off from there. Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. What kind of skills you mentioned a little bit of things that you did. Yeah. But what what skills did you take out of the military that you're bringing to your world? Today? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So uh, my first four years, I was a, a warehouseman. So I basically worked in kind of like an Amazon type warehouse, but. One of the things that specifically what I did is that I worked at the initial issuing provisioning, which is basically all the brand new stuff that was coming into theater, into Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh-huh. We would field all the brand new stuff and take all the old stuff, the retrograde stuff, and, and ship that back to the States. Um, so we had... When I tell you probably 1,800 of those Humvees, and this was during the time when the Humvees didn't come with the armor on them already. Mm-hmm. So we filled it all the 1,800 uh, Humvees and then all the parts would come in, we would take those to the engineers, they put them on and then we'd drop them back to a lot and then send them out to the forward observing bases. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first four years. The second four years, I did a lateral move to supply and administration because you know they promoted a little bit faster and I was yeah. already doing that work anyway. Yeah. Um, in my very first duty station, I was an E-5, a sergeant. And they put me in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, at the uh, recruiting command, and I was like, "This is great because uh, <laughs> I'm from Texas, so yeah. I was like three hours from home, home so it was sure. great." Yeah, um, I did that for about three years as the uh, uh, supply administration uh, supply administration clerk. Um, had a lot of success. I was actually named the, recru- the uh, Marine of the Year in two thousand. Well, congratulations! Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Two thousand. 10, I was the uh, Marine of the Year. That's cool. So, you know, one of the things that you do in the military, and the Marine Corps, is that you have to do what they call a B-billet. So, either recruiter, drill instructor, Marine Security Guard, or um, combat instructor. And I was like, well, I'm in Texas. I'm already at the recruiting command. I already know a lot of people. I already know a little bit about about recruiting. So, let me just volunteer for recruiting duty. So, I did. I volunteered for recruiting duty and um, did that for about three years. In 2011, I was actually the Western Recruiting Region Recruiter of the Year which is, if you think about the United States, you got the Mississippi River, Uh, everything west of the Mississippi River is the western recruiting region, and everything east of the Mississippi River is the eastern recruiting region. So I was the best recruiter, not only in the state of Texas, not only in the... You know, western side of the, you know, western recruiting region, um, I was the best one there and I competed for recruiter of the nation. They actually flew me out here to Quantico, Virginia. Uh-huh. And subsequently, yeah. I, I came in second, but, you know, it's still a good experience. That's a good, okay. that's, that's a, a good that's experience. pretty good. Though. Well, that
1: yeah. means you yeah. definitely have got some sales experience I, I got you're a little good bit, recruiter. got a
2: little bit of sales See, experience. I'm seeing
0: all the pieces mm-hmm. come together of where you are today. Right. It's really cool. Working with vehicles, working with people, working with just, like you said, making sales. There's a yes. component yes. of what that looks like. And so,
1: sales with the Marines. I mean, I mean
0: that's a tough sell. Yeah, so with with, uh, with both
1: is. of my boys having gone through basic training in the Air Force, I've watched lots of YouTube videos on all the different basic training videos and the Marine Corps, hands down. No, thank you.
2: It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> it it um, looks
1: like the hardest um, one out of all of them. So,
2: right. I used to tell people all the time, it's, it's, uh, it's more of a mental thing than it is physical, mm-hmm. because the body will follow what the mind does. So if you can handle somebody screaming at your face and telling you what to do every single minute of the day, you know, the Marine Corps, we break you down, but then we build you back mm-hmm. up. So, you know, that first month is usually the hardest time because people are trying to adjust to, you know... Not having their Xbox, and not having their, their girlfriend, right. or their mom, right. or their dad around, and things of that nature. So that's the hardest part. So once you get to that part and you get broken down, the Marine Corps does a very good job of building you back up into what they need you to be. Hmm. So it's a, uh, it's, it was a hard thing, but it was one of those things to where it's, it's been the bedrock of my, fa- my foundation for the last. You know, twenty plus years. Yeah, what
1: also just shows that you you've got to have a great worth work ethic.
2: Absolutely, yes. yes. So walk me through then this whole
0: Tyson's Corner experience of what you were doing there. Okay, and and how that just didn't work out.
2: Yeah. So I, I was um, down in Albany, Georgia. That was my last duty station, uh-huh. and um, I had just left from recruiting duty the second time. So I recruited in um, Hartford, Connecticut, and I was the station commander, and I did that for about two years. But recruiting in Connecticut. Is completely different than recruiting in Texas, oh, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So people yeah. are a little bit more willing to have a conversation with you in Texas. In Connecticut, they're like, ah no, screw you, I'm going to I'm going to college. I'm like, man, you have a one point five GPA. Like, how are you getting into UConn? Like, I don't see that happening. Right. Um, but I did that for about two years as the station commander up there. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, it's my time to get, you know, go somewhere else. So I got promoted to E eight and I went down to Albany, Georgia at the logistics command down there. Um, so I was there for about a year and a half, and it was getting ready to be my time to, to retire. So I was like, okay, well, I need to find another career after the military, because I knew at 20 years I was, I was getting out. Like, was, my time was over. Um, so that's, that's what my boss called me. Well, my old boss called me and was like, hey, I need you to come work with me. And I was basically working as a corporate recruiter uh, for that company out in Tyson's Corner. Mm-hmm. And it was a little bit different because um, you know, getting people to join the military is one thing, right? It's, right. it's still sales, but it's a little bit different. Yep. You know, you have to know your product knowledge and things of that nature. So it took me a little bit of time to kind of figure out, you know, what they were looking for as far as what they wanted to bring into their company. And um, you know, it was it was a good time, it was a good learning experience and everything like that. It's just one of those things where, you know, it's a blessing in disguise that I didn't get that right. job because right. It kind of, it taught me a little bit about the Northern Virginia area and kind of what's going on in this area, but it also kind of let me know that that's probably not the path that I need to be on. I think I'm more of a, a self-starter mm-hmm. and want to do something my own, right? Um, you know, being in the military for 20 years and taking dictation from people. You've already worked for the man. Exactly. It's time to go yes. and do it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I dipped my toes in a little entrepreneurial ship and just kind of just was like, okay, well, let's just see how this goes. But yeah. While I was down in Albany, Georgia, I did finish my master's degree in human resources. So the human resources side, the logistics side, the supply and administration side, the physical side. um, And then I had multiple other jobs while I worked at um, uh, the recruiting command in, in Springfield, Massachusetts. So... All of those things, I just kind of honed all those acumen and just kind of put it all together and, hmm. you know, formed my company and kind of went from there.
0: So let's talk about it. Shenandoah sure. Shores Management Group. Okay. So it's a couple of years ago now, yeah. right? 13 months. Coming up on, t- yeah, a little over a year almost, right? So you just are like, I see the need. I like have kind of the drive to go make this happen. Right. And, and so how do you get started? what what kickstarts this idea into actually where you are today
2: yeah absolutely so um again like i said i was living in front row and um i was looking for a storage building and i couldn't find a storage building so i had to go all the way to amosville so I, if you're on 211 uh and you come in through amosville there's mm-hmm. a winery on the right called gray ghost mm-hmm. so i stopped in the gray ghost and that's when i started asking those questions and then was like okay well if nobody's doing it like that then let me just do it myself right um and it kind of just took off from there and I had a whole bunch of ideas that I just kind of had a lot of time to think about. So basically when I put all my stuff in storage, um, I went back to Georgia and signed my DD-214, which is your discharge paper, mm-hmm. came back to, to Virginia, put all my stuff from my storage there in my house that I just purchased, and then I went back to Texas to go see my family and everything for a little bit. So I drove there. I drove all okay. the way to Georgia okay. and back, drove all the way to Texas and back, so oh, I had goodness. a lot of time to think. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> a lot of time right. to think. So basically I just kind of thought about, okay, so, you know i i know that there's a need for it mm-hmm. right there's got to be a need for it because there's so many of these places that, i don't know if you guys know this or not but there's 315 wineries in the state of virginia just wineries
0: and that, those just popped up pretty recently too yes mm-hmm. i mean this is like a fun neat new industry that over the last 20 years or so in virginia absolutely it is just booming
2: yes yeah uh, so you know there's 300 plus wineries in the state of virginia and then you think about the the distilleries the breweries the cideries, right. and meteries There's over 450 different, what I call, libation stations, Mm -hmm. right? Nice. So it takes too long to say wineries, breweries, stillies, Libation (laughs) stations. Libation stations, right? (laughs) Um, So I just basically just kept going to some of these places and was just like, okay, well, there's gotta be a need for it because like I said, in Northern Virginia and then some of these areas out here, you know, you can go to Northern Virginia, you can call a cab and call an Uber and you get one real quick Mm -hmm. here in the Shenandoah Valley area. Not so much. Right. So in the town of Front Row where I live, when I first moved here, there was two tax taxi companies. Mm-hmm. There's only one now. Mm-hmm. And then some of these other areas like Page County, Shenandoah County are underserviced and they don't have the public transportation. They don't have things right. like that. So I just was like, okay, well, you know, I can do winery tours and brewery tours and stuff like that. But I can also do, because we have two major airports in Northern Virginia, nice. mm-hmm. BW, yep. or uh, Dulles and uh, Reagan Airport. Yep. Yep. So I was like, okay, well, you know, if people need to go to the airport, who wants to get up? dumb early in the morning and drive to the airport right. or have to rely on the cab or have to rely on a friend or a family member yep so it was just like one of those things where you know thing in the light bulb moment you know we'll so, pay
1: for the parking when you take your yeah, own car sure. and leave it there because sure. i just did it and it is not cheap exactly
2: you yep. know when you park you know close to the airport it's mm-hmm. like 27 28 a day you multiply that by seven days now you've got to Pretty big bill. Yep. And then vandalism still happens at the airport. Sure. You know, people get out, they ding your car, so on and so forth. Right. Um, so just all of those things just kind of, like I said, when I drove to Texas and I drove to Georgia and back, mm-hmm. I had a lot of time to think, a lot of time to talk yeah. to different family members and things of that nature. It was just like, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And I just jumped out on faith and just said, all right, well... You know, it's one of those build the dream moments. You yeah. build it, they will come. Yeah. Uh, so how do you how do you build? Go Good. I was just
1: gonna say. So did you just basically start with your, your car and you as the driver? Is that kind of where it began? Yeah. Kind of
2: kind of started to where um, I had a uh, um, Cadillac CT4 um, at that particular time. Um, it was a very nice car. It's you know it's a mm-hmm. four door car, but it's kind of a smaller car. So I said, okay, well, what do I do? You know, if I want to start an actual transportation company, let me get another car. So I end up getting a Cadillac CT5, which is you know kind of the same version of that car, just it's a little, a little bit bigger. bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, quickly realized like having two cars probably doesn't make sense if I was trying to do all these things that I was thinking about. So I traded in the CT4 and got a Cadillac Escalade. Um, Just one of those things where, you know, I've got a bigger vehicle. I can take more people, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um, That went well because basically I started getting a lot of different jobs for winery tours and airport train station because it's more than just two or three people going to the airport. Um, So I had that for a little while. I had the two vehicles. I was rolling, rolling, rolling. And then I was like, man, I'm making so many trips to the airport because this was the winter time Mm -hmm. at this particular point. I'm making so many trips to the airport. I'm putting so many miles on this car, so many miles on this Escalade. Let me just go ahead and just get a commuter car you know a car that goes back and forth to the airport um so i end up purchasing a 2023 chevy traverse and i use that kind of just to go back and forth um had that for a couple months was rolling 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 was like all right well you know if i really want to take bigger groups let me just jump out on faith again and i end up getting a uh, mercedes sprinter van okay so i got that mercedes sprinter van and really just kind of just took off from there just like i said just putting my name out in different places people started calling me my website and so on and so forth and just kind of just all right like i'm gonna figure it out I'm yeah so it out. how many yeah.
1: cars are in your fleet now so
2: we've got four in the fleet right now okay
1: and how many drivers do you have
2: i've got about four drivers that that work for me um some of them still have you know full-time jobs so they mm-hmm. work for me part-time and things of that nature and really, just trying to find tooth, you know, the whole game plan of what I'm trying to do. Because eventually, what my goal is, is I want to step back from being the owner operator to just being the owner, mm-hmm. and basically just develop business, go mm-hmm. out and do networking events and things of that nature. So, like I said, between five different chambers of commerce, um, top of Virginia, Fauquier County, Warren County, Shenandoah County, and Page County. Mm-hmm. Um, also a member of the Shandor Wedding Professionals Business Network International. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a lot of places a oh, lot yeah. of time. Sure. So it, you know I'm still getting calls. I'm still getting a lot of business and everything. But I want to basically step back and just hire some people full time so that they can do the operating and then I can do the business development. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where where the goal is is uh, where we're trying to reach to next.
1: Well, that's pretty awesome. And of course, we've got uh, a big event coming up here this weekend in the area. Absolutely. So. Um, Tell us a little bit about kind of what your plans are for the weekend, yes. or how do people can I guess reach out to you? Absolutely, it's like a
0: full weekend, week long. I mean, we're talking like oh, days yeah. on end. here. Well,
1: that is true. Brandon, you know, honestly, I guess I'm just starting with the wine <laughs> festival because
2: <laughs> I was I was here last year and the year before for um, for apple blossom and I didn't realize how big it was. after yeah. like you know because I live in Front Royal and I came to Winchester sparingly and I didn't realize how big apple blossom was until I started getting around you know networking with people and they're like, no apple Blossom is a big thing, it's no yeah. joke. <laughs> okay, right. So basically, what what I'd like to do is because there's so many people that will do things like get behind the wheel after they've been drinking, right? Which is you know nobody should ever be the designated Mm -hmm. drunk driver. Um, Mm -hmm. There's so many different people that get into accidents and things happen, right? So what I'd like to do is I'd like to provide that service so that people know that they can get around if they can't get that taxi, if they can't get that Uber, whatever the case would be. They need to schedule it with me. Right. They can't just call me on the fly right. like, hey, I found right. your number from you know, the website or whatever, and I'm just going to call you right now. I'm drunk, and I got five of my friends. Like, right. Yo, let's, let's, let's properly plan things, right? right? Because everybody knows when you properly plan things, they go a lot better than just trying to do it on the fly. Um, so basically for Apple Blossom, I mean, I'm, I'm here for people, you know, we like say we've got four different vehicles and things like that, starting with the wine festival. Mm-hmm. Um, people can call me up and say, Hey, listen, I know that we're going to be drinking tonight, you know, can you pick us up from our house and then drop us off this place and then pick us back up later and then bring us back to our house? Because that's the goal. Mm-hmm. You know, you can always get five or six people to meet at one particular place, but it doesn't really do any good if you go out and you go drink and then you get back in your car and you drive right, two miles down right. yep. the road. Like, that's, that's not yep. what we do. Right. Um, our goal is to make sure it's very simple, it's convenient, it's easy for you. That way, one particular stop you pick up, one particular stop you drop off, and everybody goes home. Um, so just basically just trying to keep people safe on the road just so, you know, they don't think about, hey, you know, what if you're in the car and you hit somebody that's got a kid in the car? You know, how bad would you feel? Right. You know, things of that nature. Or, you know, a DUI is expensive. Mm-hmm. Like you lose your license, you know, the little blow and go in your car and everything like that. So it's a really expensive thing. So just people just need to be prepared you know, for what they're going to do in their actions. I'm not saying that you don't have to drink, because I'm a drinker too. But you just have to be smart about it. Be smart, things. right? Definitely. Yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, so what's your vision for the company? I mean, this is, like you said, only 13 months in. You are rolling now. You got four cars in the fleet. I mean, how big you think this thing can go?
2: You know, honestly, I think that it can go really big because if you think about like a, a chariots for hire or a rest and limo company, like rest and limo company. That lady that owns that company is impressive. I mean, she's got a hundred plus vehicles in our mm-hmm. fleet I'm not saying that we have to get that big mm-hmm. um, but I do want to expand a little bit more and basically just let people know in the Shandor Valley area all the way from here all the way down to Harrisonburg that hey this is an area that's there's some money here mm-hmm. right there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are going on here yes there's some farms and stuff like that but there's there's some good money here um, these wineries, they're not going to go away. Nope. Um, they're, they're not going away. They they say Virginia's for lovers, but I think Virginia's for drinkers. (laughs) Um, so you know, these things aren't going away. Um, so my, my goal is I want to be able to, you know, try to expand the way that I need to expand, um, with the demand because now that you know that you've got more people moving out of the Northern Virginia area down to this area that Mm -hmm. are buying a property like we just talked about earlier, you know, the inventory is short right now a lot of those people are buying those houses that are coming from Northern Virginia because now, if you've got the metro that you know, comes all the way to Dulles, yep. people can just get in their car, drive to, to the metro, get on the metro, and then go up. And yep. it's cheaper to live here than it is live in the Northern Virginia or D.C. Yep. Um, so with growth, um, the economic growth and the way that the, the area is growing, that's how we want to grow. We don't want to grow too fast, but we don't want to go too slow either. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, as this area grows, we want to grow.
0: Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean, and it's not just Apple Blossom, but it's every season around yes. here because you're covering, then there's the winery kind of summer tours, yes. and then there's fall things that are going on, right. then there's airport trips. I mean, you name it. Right. You're going to be I mean, be there's some,
1: like even Caps games or Commanders games and stuff like that. You sure. want to go to the game, you want to go to DC, but you don't want to drive home yep. from those games.
2: Absolutely. So, i mean
1: something like that would
2: be great you think about you know all the caps games the commanders games you got jiffy lube wolf trap you know That's all true. the different sporting events yep. we have our US DOT number so now we cannot just go in the state of virginia we can go into maryland we can go into dc we nice. can go into pennsylvania we can go into west virginia we can go everywhere um anywhere where anybody's willing to pay us to drive yep. right um so with that being said there's a lot of other places and a lot of other companies out there that don't have those same things but we do yep. we, we've invested a lot of money into putting those things first so that we can make sure that we go and service all those places. Because again, who doesn't want to go up to Charlestown and go have a good time and go to the casino? You know, when you That's go to true. the casino, There's plenty of things to do around here. Exactly. Yep. You know, you want and to then to-
1: somebody can't have fun because they can't, you know, they can't <laughs> I, drink because they got to drive I, back I t- home.
2: I tell people all the time, nobody wants to be the designated driver <laughs> and nobody should be the designated drunk driver. That's the biggest yep. thing right there. Yeah, um, you know it's it's always fun to see people you know drinking and everything and having a good time. But you know with me, I'm on the clock, so I'm not drinking with you guys. I I'll get a wine glass and I'll just put some uh, sparkling water or, or ginger ale, and they like, oh, this is a vintage Chardonnay 2023. You know, it's really just a ginger ale. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I, I try to I try to be involved and be invested with the people that I, that I do my wine tours for because as a full service concierge, yeah, we set up everything for you right from which wineries you wanna to go to, um, the routes that we're gonna take. So we don't just park and just sit in the, in the parking mm-hmm. lot and wait for you guys to come out. No, we go in and talk to you, have a good time, um, get to know you, so on and so forth, and then basically talk to other people that are in the winery or the brewery or whatever the case be to drum up more business but also just to let people know like hey there's a service out here for yeah. you yeah
0: see that's that's what I think it's just really cool to hear your full story mm-hmm. to know about like where you came from military background you're excited about the area there's just something to like that concierge next level kind yes. of service yeah.
2: that you're not just a driver right you know
0: you're not just somebody who's just gonna sit there and wait and then be like alright tell me where to go next yeah exactly you know? can exactly.
2: take care of them too yeah we're, we're full service so I mean like I said when you hire us and say hey listen we're looking to do a winery tour for, let's just say, Mother's Day. Right. right. It's coming up pretty soon. That's right? True. Right. Everybody wants to go out for you know Mother's Day and everything like that. So when you hire us, basically, we'll ask you a series of questions. Like, hey, do you know which wineries you want to go to? Do you like white wine? Do you like red wine? Do you like sweet wines? Do you like dry wines? You know, have you been to this place? Have you been to that place? So basically, I'm gathering all the information, mm-hmm. listening intentively, mm-hmm. you know, with my recruiter man skills. and mm-hmm. I'm listening intentively. To find out what you're looking for. So I can curate the best experience for you. So when I find out all those information. That's when I go into go mode. I basically start calling all the wineries. Or I have good liaisons with a lot of these places. Especially here in the Fauquier County. Warren County. Shenandoah County. Things of that nature. Because I I visit them so often. Mm -hmm. So we basically curate your whole experience for you. So again. All you literally have to do. Is pay me. Eat, drink and be merry. So if you've got a picnic that you want to bring, you want to bring your food in, I bring all that stuff in for you. Nice. I've got your reservation set up for you. I've got your table set up for you. I've got everything done for you. So literally all you have to do is when we walk in, I say, hey, Adam is your wine ambassador for today. He's going to be pouring you Mm -hmm. a series of different wines. This is everybody in the group. And then I go park, I come inside, I talk to you guys, make sure that you're good. And then I go and talk to other people and I keep time. I sure. keep really good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, we're 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 looking at a four or five hour window, so you know, we gotta keep good time. Um I handle the crazies, you know, when they get a little mm-hmm. drunk yep. and they've had a little nice. bit too much. Nice. Um, I basically make sure that everybody's safe and taken care of and things of that nature make sure that everybody gets back to where they need to be because yeah. everybody's got a life and everybody's got families that they didn't want to go back to. That's awesome. That's uh,
0: I love it. It's a next level concierge stuff. It reminds me because we want to hear a little bit more about you. We have three iconic questions that we ask our okay. guests. Mm-hmm. So you, you can kind of share your knowledge here of these three questions. The first one. Just tell us what you like about your neighborhood, your local community where you live right now.
2: Yeah. um, So what I like about my neighborhood, and I'm not just going to say my neighborhood, I'm going to say the town of front row, Mm -hmm. is that it reminds me so much about where I'm from. You know, it's a kind of a, a sleepy town. It's got some history behind it, but the people there are really caring. Yes, you've got your pockets of knuckleheads, but you've got your pockets of knuckleheads everywhere. Right. But the people there are really caring. They really care about each other. They really are trying to do a lot of different things to make that community great and mm. great and better than what it has been. Yeah. Um. So that's the biggest thing that I love about Front Row is the fact of, you know, it's it's different, but it's different for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Cool, love it. All
1: right, so what's your favorite local restaurant?
2: Oh man, you're gonna put me on the spot like that. Okay, so um, I go to Element uh, pretty frequently in front in front row. Um, uh, let's see, pavement. I go there oh, often. pavement's good. I, I mean, I'm a foodie, so I go everywhere. Like, um, what's the? Other? There's a Thai restaurant that's on Main Street that I go to. It's called Try Thai. Mm-hmm. Um, not Doc's Barbecue, but uh, Soul Mountain. I go to Soul Mountain pretty often and go talk to Howard and Chef Gary and, you know, those people over there. It's just so many different places that I love to go eat around there because I mean again, I drive around all the time, so I'm like, Oh, I gotta figure out. You something gotta figure it let out. Me, That's let me, true. Let, me go, let me go get something to eat. Yep. <laughs> let me just stop here for a little
0: Part bit. Part of your job, right? Absolutely. You gotta know the area. I gotta know where to where to suggest and tell <laughs> people to right. go. Exactly. Third and final question, you kinda already covered it, but what makes our area around here
2: so special? Oh, so what makes it special around here is the fact of like I said, the people. Um, there's a lot of really good people Mm -hmm. here. They're not too pretentious. You know, you can go into the Northern Virginia area and there's some people up there that have more money than God and they're just, you know, they they act like they do. There's people here in this area that, you know, have more money than Jesus, but you would never know that. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're real down home people. They care about people. They're actually willing to help you, Um, especially with me being in the military, you know, for the last 20 years. It's anybody that tells you four years, five years, 20 years, 30 years, that transition getting out of the military and going into the civilian world is, is tough. Yeah, It's tough. And you need a team of people around you to kind of help you navigate through those things. And I was one of those people that I thought I was very well prepared to get out. But I I quickly learned that there's a lot of things that are different when you get out on this side. Um, but just the people that I've met have helped me along the way. They've been there to support me when I'm, when I'm happy. They've been there to support me when I'm sad, so on and so forth. And it's just been one of those things to where... The people around here are caring and they're genuine. Yeah. Um, and when you get those caring and genuine people, that makes you want to go above and beyond for everybody else. Well,
0: you're the man because like you're showing that caring to everybody else, too. So Absolutely. you know it goes both ways. It does. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks so much for being here, Dad. Absolutely. This is really a cool learning experience right? for us and for our listeners because... Mm-hmm. You know what? I think you've got the right model. You got the right idea. Absolutely. Providing that service to people, getting them around town is the way to go. Yes, so, Derek, thank it. you so much. Absolutely. One last final thought. Tell us how they can reach you. Where can they go to book you? What can they do? Where can they go to learn all about like what you're what you have to offer?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So you can reach me on my website. It's uh, ssmanagementgroup.biz. Mm-hmm. Um, you can give me a call. My number is 817 817- you can find me at the local Chamber of Commerce here in Winchester, you can find me at the local Chamber of Commerce in Front Royal or in uh, Fauquier County. Um, Better Business Bureau. I mean, if you're looking for me, it's not hard to find me. Nice. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You know, be be looking for my TikTok series, the ABCs of Virginia wineries. We've got that coming pretty soon. So if you're looking for me, just give me a call. I'm awesome. the guy. I'm using the guy with awesome. the yellow shoes.
0: The so. <laughs> yellow shoes, love it. Well, Devin from Shenandoah Shores Management Group. I love it. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. And I thank you for it. your service. Nice yes, you. sir. Well, that was really cool. Dedrick, he's an amazing guy. Yes, he is. Very, um, just I think innovative, but motivated and driven, and is like not afraid of just jumping out there. You can tell.
1: No, definitely. To, and
0: just see, say, hey, this is my idea and vision. I'm just going to jump in and do it.
1: Well, and it's it's funny because I met him at a um, business networking um, a BNI group. I was a guest at and talking about, of course, the iconic talk in the Uh podcast and he came over and talked to me Uh and this was back in, I think, um, November or December and then reached out again because he knew he wanted to be a part of this and so that, I mean, that was super cool and it was great even when I got to talk with him then, I mean, just what he does and... Um, obviously we got to hear a little bit more about that here. Also, anything,
0: did you learn anything from our conversation with him?
1: I think it's so cool how kind of detailed that he has gotten in terms of like, he's trying all these different places. So when, when you call him and you, let's say a a girl's weekend, or there's a bunch of couples that want to go out to wineries Mm -hmm. and try a bunch of different ones, he's gonna, he's gonna curate it for you and set it up. So it's not just, it's not just a ride.
0: That's the next level stuff. Yes. That is what I
1: think is so cool. And I think a lot of people here would really be able to take advantage of that and enjoy it because nobody wants to have to be the one that doesn't get to enjoy all those things. Especially if you're going to a winery tour, tour, everybody should be partaking on some level. Yeah, exactly. And then this way you get, you're going to get the best service from him. Um, He's now familiar with a lot of the places around here and has relationships with those wineries and with different restaurants he was talking about too. So, I mean, he... I, I believe him. I believe he knows his stuff, and I yeah. definitely want to try to plan something to take I advantage think of it.
0: What I learned is he will bring the fun. Yes. Like I mean, when he's saying, "I will go in there with you, right. and I will help have a good time, and I will make sure that I handle the people who have a little too much," and it, I mean, he will bring the fun and make that an entertaining day.
1: I, I love the <laughs> uh, the libation stations. I,
0: we have to document some of his quotes yes. there. You know, that Vir-
1: one in uh, Virginia is not just for lovers. Virginia is for drinkers. Well, we've known that
0: because every. single <laughs> Single week when we talk about our local events, there is something going on around town. Doesn't matter what month it is, what time of the year, what's coming up this coming weekend, because I think. This will ring true, right?
1: Um Well, we'll have to see on this one. I
0: don't think maybe not this weekend. You know, we're we're holding out for apple Blossom. Everybody's How about waiting. That? They're we're,
1: they're keeping their. It's a dry weekend just, yeah, in Winchester. Weekend. There you go. There is the 55th anniversary of the Concern Hotline. It's going to be 55. It's ther- it's actually tonight from 5:30 to nine at the Fox Meadow Barn. Cool. Um, the Low Water Bridge Van. There's going to be hors d'oeuvres. Um, and li- well, it's funny, libations included with tickets. There you go. <laughs> There's that word again. You got again. the drinks. And there is a drive dinner the Saturday from three to six at the Gainsborough Fire and Rescue. It's $16. You get half a chicken, some pulled pork, macaroni and cheese, and some sides and dessert too. So those are always awesome. kind of neat. If you don't really want to go out, uh, go out to dinner, you don't want to yeah. get takeout, you just drive through, grab it and head nice. on home. And then there's also uh, James Wood High School's FFA is doing a farm to table dinner hmm. and a live auction. That's going to be Saturday as well from 430 at four thirty, uh, it's twelve dollars. There's pot roast with potatoes and carrots, salad, green beans, applesauce, and dessert. So that's this is a
0: food kind of weekend. Apparently, I'm seeing. people
1: are f- getting their bellies full and they're yep. getting ready for what's coming to Winchester. Getting
0: ready, coming up soon. Yep. Yeah. Well, I love it. Well, we'll. Next weekend, we'll be talking all about the Apple blossom season with our events and Mm -hmm. just share those events again with you. Get ready. There's a lot of stuff going on. So thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hoped you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available.
1: We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And we'd love it if you'd take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can tell them that we can be found on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Of course, wherever, wherever you get them. So thanks to our editor extraordinaire, Semi Battaglia. Until next time, think iconic.